following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Back to the virtuosos. Um, listen, man, we gonna go ahead and nip it in the butt early, you know. Jules Houston, man, I'm calling you out. You know what I mean? You want to skip the week, guys? I got the script right here. You know, I hate to leak the script. We got Cleveland Browns talk, Cleveland Browns free agency, Cleveland Browns draft, New York Knicks talk. We got his favorite movies, his favorite. We was gonna talk about this was a Jules episode, and he skipped. So you know what I mean? Clearly. Shows how much he loves us. Text us last night at 1 in the morning talking about he can't come. Like, you know what right, I mean? Bro. Like, all right, man. It's cool, though. But um, we're back. Um, I just want to say before we start, thank y'all for the support on all the social medias, for tuning in on all platforms. We appreciate y'all. Without further ado, let's go ahead and get into it. First batch of news we have is Star Wars. Um, they dropped some some gems over the last couple of days. Um, I'm going to go ahead and start off with Bad Batch. Uh, damn, I don't think you watched Bad nah, Batch I have yet. not yet. <sighs> I know I let you down. Maranto, you you watch Bad Bad? You watching this season? I love it. All right, man. Some somebody in here culture. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, Thanks. Bad Batch. Um, so far has been amazing. Um, I, I, it's sad it's gonna be the last season, but the fact that this show is getting better and better for me every every week is amazing. Uh, I remember I first started watching it, and I did not fuck with the show at all. Like I'm talking, the characters is making me mad. Dragging along, <laughs> like I, I hate the to dude be just like, hated it. I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie. Like the main character is uh, Omega. It was good to the point. I'm like, damn, they gotta write her off. Like I don't know how she the main character, but fuck it, write her off. Like, like get get rid of her it. somehow. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean, like damn, capture her. Like now I'm I'm rooting for the Empire type shit. But uh, she's grown on me. The characters have grown on me, and uh, I'm excited. The last episode, whoo, I got like, episode four, of season three. How many episodes are there in a season? Uh, I believe 16. Oh, shit. They're long. Okay. Yeah, I believe 16. I like the um, animated, though. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So, 16 episodes. Uh, it's third and final season. Um, this last episode just started or ended off crazy. Crosshair. I'm not going to get too deep into it because I feel like you should watch it. But um, basically, it's this group of clones. And one of them went rogue. Or not went rogue early, but one of them followed orders. The rest of them went rogue. Right. And now we at the point where they all... Is back together after three seasons, and it's like a standoff because the one that's that follow orders and the ones that went rogue, they went at it mm-hmm. for years. So it's definitely gonna be great. I can't wait for the future episodes. Um, that's really all I gotta say about it, honestly. Um, yeah, I definitely gotta check it out. It's something where I probably should try to catch up before the season ends because I have to watch sixteen yeah, episodes season, instead of that, watching, you know, what I'm saying five or six. Yeah, man. No, definitely. but um, some other Star Wars stuff. So. A lot of, you know, we talked about video games last week, and Star Wars obviously has been lacking a big video game outside of just the Jedi Survivor stuff. And um, they just, EA just canceled another Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. Um, it was supposed to be like a first-person shooter, Mandalorian-style bounty hunter game. They just canceled that. But they in the middle of canceling, they confirmed that they're making a third of the Star Wars Jedi series. So, yep. you know, Fallen Order, then Survivor, then, you know, whatever the new one's going to be. They haven't announced the name for it yet. I personally didn't beat the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the first one. I beat it a few times. Um, so maybe I have to get back into that. I know it's been very popular. People have been calling for Kale Castles to be in live action ever since these games have dropped. Yep. But it's just really about doing it the right, the right way, way instead yeah. of just forcing them into something and hoping for the best. Um, and then in other news now, they basically have confirmed that that Ray movie will be the next Star Wars movie outside of Mandalorian and Grogu. Um, I know you don't like to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> but hey man, I'm gonna give it a chance. But uh, I I know the working title right now is like episode ten. I don't think it's gonna be called episode ten. We were talking about it before the show started. I think that would just be kind of, you know, the Skywalker saga had its nine episodes. You know, we don't need to keep titling them like that anymore at this point. Mm. Um, you know, the Skywalkers are done. Please don't call it episode ten. Yeah, you don't need to call it episode ten. Make it its own separate thing at this point. You don't have to tie it to it. So I know the the new one. The originally came out. It was like a new beginning. That was 
called false. Now it's like, what is it? A new, what is it? Jedi. New Jedi Order. Yeah, New Jedi Order, which, like I said, it's just a working title. It's not going to be something that they actually go with going forward. I'm going to keep an open mind about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who they're going to pick to direct or anything like that. I'm hoping it's going to be John Favreau and them, and that's going to be kind of the people running it mostly going forward. Yeah. Don't bring back J.J. Abrams. Or, keep you him know, home. I mean, could, don't tell he, him. Yeah, he Hide could, it. Make it a, keep it a secret from him. Don't don't call his agent. Mm. Um, Block his number. That's what you got to do. I'm excited, but at the same time, I just don't know where they go with it based off how the last one ended. Like, I'm going to always be excited for new Star Wars stuff, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I just don't even know. I know there's supposed to be a time jump, and it's going to be a whole other thing again, but it's like... You're just going to keep repeating that same cycle of, oh, another bad guy has arisen yeah, all yeah. these years later, and that's just what it is. You know, like, I know that they, they're using the Mandalorian show to branch between the original trilogy and the newer one, and I, that's cool and all, but, like, what are you going to use to branch this? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. What, is there going to be a branch, or are you just going to, like, pick us up 30 years later and be like, hey, look, like new Jedi like Order. 50, you know, she <laughs> right. built a whole new Jedi. She, she, like... she, 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 they, we, we, we watched her burn all the Jedi books on Luke's planet that mm-hmm. he was hiding on, and now uh, here she goes. Like, Palpatine's alive again. Yeah, right. know, he came like, back again. Like, he? Like, they killed Snoke in the first movie. <laughs> like, come on, man. Um, first of all, to touch on the video games, um, I'm glad it's probably going to end up being a last video game um, of the series, unless they do whatever. Right. Um, I enjoyed the first and second game. I think the, the story in the first one was better than the second one, and it's hard to have a single-player game with a story that's like... To be able to to kind of beat that especially like yeah. the first one i feel like you take such a cool idea mm-hmm. with the first one you know what i'm saying and like that's something where, like i said you want to play as a jedi being hunted down you know what i'm saying but like and the second one how do you keep continue yeah. to expand on that in a yeah. way that works you know especially like, when you bring up um like dag and gara and like you kind of basically went into like the new republic like mm-hmm. like not new republic but like yeah, well, the old republic yeah, the old Repu- yeah. yeah so like you basically bringing up <clears throat> people from thousands and thousands of years ago and then the way your characters kind of was built, it just, I don't know. It's, I've had it spoiled I enjoyed for me, it, but, but it just wasn't, it wasn't better than the first game, story-wise. Right. I mean, gameplay-wise, yeah, like, gameplay you obviously expect, you'd hope so, mm-hmm. you know, that they could improve on something like that. But I, I've watched a lot of the, I've seen a lot of spoilers for it and all that, and like, I, I, I felt myself more confused at times than being like, damn, this is yeah. the right direction to go in, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I would say for the movie, um, again, 789 was all right, um, well, I would say seven and nine to me was all right. I don't know about eight, but um, you know, I'm I'm open minded for ten. You know, I'm not for gonna sure. shit on it. I haven't watched it yet. I don't know who's the characters and anything like anything of that nature. Absolutely, for um, sure. You know, I guess Ray's a Skywalker now. You know, I'm a Skywalker. <laughs> shit, I mean, I could just throw a last name on me. I mean, fuck it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm Demond James. You know yeah, you're Demond. You're Demond uh, Brady. You know I mean, so mm. I mean, if she's a Skywalker, then she's building a new um. Jedi Order, I guess. The Empire is gonna try to come back. See, if I'm the Empire, I'm taking my L, bro. I didn't lost the Luke. I lost the damn Vader, basically. There's another Death Ray. Star. I'm gonna just go like, on. yo, how many Death Stars are you gonna make? Like, that, give up. That's really just like what it is for me. Is like, it's just like, how many more times can you do this story? I mm-hmm. mean, you. I mean, when you watch it, I mean, a, a lot of what happened in the last trilogy was just modifiers to what happened in the original trilogy you yeah. know like that's really all it was like they just took new characters used some of the you know legacy characters and then like come on like the first movie was literally Starkiller Bay it was just the biggest Death Star ever made like that's literally all mm-hmm. that was you know what I'm saying that's why it's like you know just how many more times can you do it I, I feel like what they should have done and what Star Wars needs to do going forward is they need to detach themselves from what they've built already. Yeah. Start start off brand new. Start off fresh. Well, not brand new, but fresh. But like like you know, away from the, the first stop using Yeah, stop using, the, stop using the crutch of... And I know that's why it's like the Skywalker saga saga's ended and all that. But stop using that crutch of Luke and Leia and, you know, all these characters from back then because there there's this is a whole galaxy that we're talking about here. You mm. could pick us up somewhere random. And just yep. be like, oh, this is a new Star Wars story. And we'd be like, okay, like let's at least see that. Now mm-hmm. everything has to be tied back into what you built. I get it's hard to get away from characters like that. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you're going to tell stories like that going forward, then you have to recast or you have to do do something different with it. Yep. You know, it can't just keep being the same cycle over and over again. Yeah, and I know they're trying to like hit on fan service, but that's what like Kenobi, the Kenobi and Ahsoka is for. You don't need yeah, you a don't tenth need... movie 
bringing back, I don't even know who's alive in the galaxy at this time. Uh, Dude, Ray. Ray and Ray, Finn, bro. Um, and Chewbacca. Like, bro, my man Chewbacca is tired of fighting. Like, give my man a break, bro. Yeah, take a break, man. Please <laughs> take a break. Like, he done lost Han. He, he lost, lost everybody. He done lost everybody. He lost everybody. Like, my man need to take a break. Like, um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to keep open-minded with this, this new movie. Um, Mandalorian and Grogu, I'm going I'm to be open-minded with. That's probably what um, I'm looking forward to more. That's, I, I'm looking more, yeah. I'm I didn't more. love the last season of The Mandalorian. Like, it was okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Obviously, compared to, like, the first two seasons. But I'm going to keep an open mind about it. Like, I just I just like who's in creative control right now yep. with Star Wars that I can't go into any project right now and be like, damn, this is probably going to be horrible. We, we, mm-hmm. When Bad Bad Season 2 came out, we were watching that when we were watching Mando Season it would three? have been season. No, it wouldn't have been three yet. Whatever it the probably recent was season. season was. Yeah. Oh, and we actually enjoyed the Bad Batch season more than we enjoyed yeah. the last yeah, season of Mandalorian. And we really liked Mandalorian. I, obviously, I loved everything about Ahsoka. Right. But it's like, it, it was like Bad Batch, and you talked about Bad, Bad Batch, is just visually is just amazing. Like, it's just mm-hmm. everything about it is really good. And, and you know that it's going to have to be a sad ending. Like, it just has to be. Yeah, yeah. you can't get a happy ending with something you like that. I mean, so I think a couple of the characters will make it out and all that. But. There's gonna have to be some some major sadness, and but I, I'm looking forward to like the the Mando Ahsoka universe is cool because I really like what they've built there. The problem is is that if you you got to have some legacy characters, and that was, so you just got to stop with the the motion whatever the fake yeah the fake the, fade, the face capture just, and... just give us give me some new actors it's just fine like just give me some new actors and 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 I'll or. Or don't do that time frame. Like you yeah, that, that, that's really what it is for me. Like I said, it's just you. Like I said, you just, I, I, you just either give me a new actor to play these characters, or just skip that. Just jump forward where they can no. There's no possible way for them to be alive. Mm-hmm. I don't like, need to see Lando again. I yeah. don't need to see. Bring like, back R two D two and C three PO. I don't need. I, mm-hmm. You know, like I don't need to see all these yeah, legacy just, characters. And, like, and, and to me, like that's it. Like that just feels like a cop out. When you do that, like, oh wow, look like, look at this character that I saw back in Empire Strikes Back in the, in, the, in 1980, <laughs> like that like that's awesome to me. Like that that's like, gonna that's drag cool, me into the movie. But come like, on, bro, we gotta expand. Like we can't keep going back on like the Soka and Kenobi. It's one season of it. It's cool. We don't need Anakin Skywalker for six to eight episodes of Ahsoka season two. Like, relax. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll take any Anakin Skywalker. I mean, I can no, get I'm saying, give, give, yeah, him, his like, own, give him his own series. Give him his own series. Hayden driving a bus. And I'll be like, yes! <laughs> give, he's driving a bus! Give, give Anakin Skywalker his own, like, give him his own show, bro. Give, give him their own little Clone Wars show. You know what I mean? Don't, don't keep bringing him back in the show. I think I would love them to do another animated show. And I'd mm-hmm. love them to do like an animated show in the style of Clone Wars Bad Batch, but do it in the Luke Skywalker era. Like after um, episode four leading into Empire or after uh, Return of the Jedi. Like right. give me an animated show like I'd love showing Luke going out and heightened. Like there's obviously stuff in Legends where like supposedly Luke Skywalker uses the Force and brings the Star Destroyer down out of it. I want to see that in animation. I mm-hmm. want to see that shit. Like I would, and then you don't have to use Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill. You don't need them. You can just do voice actors like you've done with mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. And I think, I mean, because the animation just kills it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's like a, the one like era they're really lacking. Like I said, and I know that we I just said where it was like they're trying to use Mando to bridge that time period, but like we don't know anything about what happens directly after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Like there's you you have to show us something. We're like okay, yeah, like this one guy is shown like basically he defeated the Empire by himself. Like that's the way the the whole galaxy looks at it. Yeah, is that I Luke Skywalker say. went into the Death Star and walked out by himself alive when the Emperor, <laughs> Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader were in there and this man single-handedly walked out alive. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, like, they're, like, like, what is the reaction to that? Like, there's nobody, everybody was just looking at this yeah, dude. It was like, like a WWE match. Yeah, like seriously. Last, man, no, last then, man surviving. Didn't bring Vader to, like, burn in front of everybody. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm I'm like yo, like, I, like, I don't know, Vader might have been dead. I'm bringing a knife. I'm, like, should I be celebrating that he saved us, or like, should I be scared? I was like, it's funny, like, if you're just a guy who lived on, like, you know, some planet, you're like, so they had a Death Star, and some kid 
Like, he destroyed the son of a Jedi, killed the, blew up the Death Star. Wait, that same kid? Yeah. That same guy, like, killed killed Vader and the Emperor? Yeah, like, man, we should be scared of that guy. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, <laughs> like, I said, like, I was like, bro, like, should I be afraid? Like, should I be happy that he's like, here? That's what I'm saying. Like, he's the son of Vader. Vader going around killing everybody. Like, like I mean. Like, bro, like, yeah, does it ever too? come out in the general Star Wars universe that Vader was Anakin Skywalker, the, the who was the like the marketing hero? Like Seriously. he was the Patrick Mahomes of like the Jedi, Jedi. Order, right? Yeah. Like the greatest. He's the goat. He's the greatest Jedi of all time. And then, the, the, but there's never like I don't think the general population knows knows that, anything that, about that. that. He, they covered that up, right? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's how I always viewed it. Is that like nobody ever knew that he was like outside <laughs> of the very few people knew that he was Anakin Skywalker. Like Vader was just some random yeah. bad that's guy. Like, and who really knew? Yeah, yeah, what I'm saying, like, and anybody that knew that, I mean, they even talk about it in the comics and all the graphic novels, like anybody that anybody that knew Anakin's identity was killed, basically. Like Vader mm-hmm. didn't let you walk around knowing who he was. They were going so, around flaunting that. I'm not going around flaunting that shit. So that's soul. what I'm saying. Like it's just that's why it's like that's like the one time period I say they really need to do it. Like it's been cool to see how like okay you see like why the first order comes back in the new one because of you know you see at the end of Mandalorian season three how like you know all the bad guys are waiting for Thrawn to come back. Okay, this makes sense that the Empire is still lurking in the background, even though Palpatine is dead and Vader is dead that they are still there. But there's but what are where are all the good guys? Like I, I can't just be like happy with like oh well you know. Leia and Han got their happy ending and they had a kid and Luke's off somewhere building a new Jedi order. Like we've only seen him building the temple. We haven't seen him at the temple yet with all these Jedi that he's training or anything like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely the one time period. Right? And I think an animation's probably the best way to go about it in all yeah. honesty. Like that, if you want to do that so you don't have to recast your legacy characters and you don't want to be weird about it, then just do that. That that would definitely be a great time period because um, in the Clone Wars series, there's, Kenobi, there's so many different Jedi, like, and especially growing up, like, you could say, like, oh, Anakin's my favorite this episode, oh, Ahsoka's my favorite this Oh, yeah. I mean, and this yeah, time period is this, damn near, is Luke. Like, does Leia really, because, like, obviously in, like, Legends and stuff, in different books, Leia becomes, she trains herself, Luke trains her to be a Jedi, so yeah. she has force powers. That she, to start to awake and return to the Jedi... There's, right. You, there's obviously that shit that happens. I mean, I'd, we'd, I'd love to see that, and, and, and you know, like... Well, that's the thing. Ahsoka comes back, like, like now that we've established in in Mandalorian that the Ahsoka, you know, in Je- and I want to see like a conversation that we haven't really seen where Ahsoka and Luke talk about Anakin. Yeah, like see, that all, would, all they mean, do is I'd acknowledge cry each other. If I watch that scene, yeah, like the time the time they run into each other on that where where he builds the temple at is just like acknowledgement of each other. She's just like, yeah, you remind me of your father. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'd bro. love to have them have to have like an episode where they have to go off and do something, and they actually start having some really cool conversations about like how she was a child and how you know everything what Anakin meant to her, and because he never got to know his father. He yeah, absolutely. I say father, he doesn't know anything. His father, like one time, and that Seriously. was it. You know, like you know. No, I, I agree with you on that one. I think that'd be a really cool thing. And like I said, I, it's, and Star Wars has hit the mark with all their animated stuff. So I feel like you might as well just continue to buy into that. Yeah, you can you build you can build new characters with that too. Because, I mean, really yeah. you got Luke, Han, and Leia. I mean, yeah, bring Chewbacca. You could bring in some new people in. Um, Again, some like young Jedis that, you know, we have to make conspiracy theories where they went. Because I, I just can't sit here and accept also that like Ben single-handedly with whoever he recruited when he turned killed every single Jedi in that temple. Like, they were all there. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like And then the way one, the movie portrayed it is, like, he tried to kill Luke and his... No, Luke tried to kill, kill Ben and his... Well, yeah, well, and, like, they talk so about hard. it where, like, they they, they, look, they viewed it differently. Where, like, to Ben, it, when he woke up, it was like, oh, well, Luke was, like, full of rage and was going to kill him. But then to Luke, it was like, oh, well, I was just scared he was going to become Vader. And, like, when they show you the real version, it was just that Luke turned his lightsaber on and then turned it off. But mm-hmm. Ben had already seen it. It was too late. And Ben was already, you know, influenced by the dark side because Vader's his grandfather or whatever. Mm. So, I mean, but that, that's my thing. It's like, I know that they talk about how, you know, Ben recruits other Jedi that were not feeling it, feeling how he was. And that's how he slaughters the Jedi Temple. But, like, was Luke knocked out that long? That's <laughs> like, what I mean. Like, 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 Luke was under the that long? Luke's all mad for way too long in that whole... I mean, like, he... Like, I can understand him maybe going off for a period of time, but, like, they just dragged that so yeah, much, like... You know the you know the Jedi are over and all that. Like oh, just lighten up. Like the, the like that scene with the, where Yoda shows up and like straightens him out should have been quicker. And should have happened a lot just, earlier. And he had a light. He had a, an X-wing fighter there. He should have just gone and died in battle instead of the force projection or whatever. Like, I mean, he he really dies how Ben Solo dies. He just and then and then the <laughs> stupid dice. Don't even give me the, the oh yeah. here's the dice. 
Han Solo's dice that I somehow brought you through manifestation Dude, of the Yeah, Lord. right. Oh, my mm. God. I'm like... Don't get me started on eight, man. Look. Oh, eight's so bad. It's just so bad. Don't get me started on eight, man. But, um... Yeah. That's that's definitely a good I appreciate animation. that you want to give it a chance, though. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's just... We want it to be I, good. Just, okay, we like we're, to we're Star start. Wars fans. Like, we don't yeah. want to go into it and be like, oh, God, this movie's going to be horrible. Like, you want to <laughs> hope that they could do something with the future of the franchise. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't want to keep having to go back and watch the old movies over and over again, watch the old shows over and over again, because that's all you have to really live with that's good, you know? Yeah, and then, and then like, if your parents is Han Solo and Leia, and your uncle is Luke, how do you view Darth Vader? Like, because Darth Vader, only Luke knows that Darth Vader went out, like, trying to save him. So, like, how did you upbring Ben to where he turned on you like that? Like, well, that's just, like, uh, the thing that confuses me, too, with, like, the whole influence of the dark side. Like, I don't know. It's just weird to that me. That influence shouldn't have been that strong. Like, I'm, I'm growing up, I got Luke Skywalker as my uncle. He's, he's the best motherfucker on the, on the galaxy right now. I got Han and Leia, who also helped beat Darth Vader. Why am I listening to, to dark side influences right now? Like... Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's it's a little shaky, man. But it's a shame too because because um, Adam Driver. Oh, he was great. Oh he was, my he's God. my favorite I mean, part of the. He was my favorite part of the new trilogy. Adam Driver, and, and they blew it with having like you had Adam Driver, and and actually the whole cast is really good. No, yes, yeah. four the four new people are all really good. They all they, like I said. It's just what what really hurt them. Like I said, the first. Episode seven had them put them on the perfect path where they could have went yeah. in so many good ways with these stories, mm-hmm. and you know, like you had Ben who had this where he Han Solo dies, and you have him at this point where he's like, okay, I want to commit to the dark side, but I just did something and I can't fully commit because you could tell that it tears him apart. And Ray's finally learning this and that and whatever, you know, Mary Sue or whatever. Finn should have, you know, you see Finn fight with a lightsaber multiple times in this movie. He, and he been, never holds one again after this. He should have. He should have been you know a Jedi, like, in my opinion, because it's like, hard. It's hard to root for Ray. I don't. I mean, I, I want to see my hero go through adversity. She went through no adversity. It's just. It's just tough to like I said. Like really, all these characters were set up for such success after that, and like even Poe Dameron and I. And yeah. Oscar Isaac was great in that as well. Yeah, you know, like he's a great you, actor. Yeah, like him. Yeah, like you know, we're like gonna you know, teach him a lesson in the second movie about leadership, like. Nobody wants that in a Star Wars movie. Yeah, like, come on, man. That's like, te- that's like teaching you him- do, like, in a live-action series on Netflix yeah. where you have the episode, like, where, like, they're just, everything's wrong with that. I don't know, teaching him a lot, and, like, that, that, me crazy. That, and that's really, like I said, it's just, it just sucks that it went in the direction it went with after that. Because episode, when you, like, when I first watched episode seven, I was like, wow, like, this is going to be great setup. And, like I said, I watched this stuff late, so I, I didn't watch it until COVID, so all these movies were already out. Mm-hmm. So like this was something where I was like I was like damn I was like episode seven was so good I can't wait to see what they do with the next one and then I was like wow like I did not expect them to go that way with all these characters like yeah. all these characters took a complete U turn in the way they act in the way that they're I looked at them in the first movie to after that yeah yeah man Star Wars gonna give you a chance um I have high I, I have high you know what I mean praise for what y'all been doing lately um hope y'all continue it but um to get into our next topic. The NFL Combine, NFL Draft Combine, I think starts, starts today. Starts today. I think it's D linemen and linebackers. Should be. Um, Dan, do you believe that the top prospects should be in the Draft Combine? I firmly believe they shouldn't. I don't see the point. If I'm Caleb Williams, if I'm Marvin Harrison, if I'm these guys that are for sure locked top five picks, maybe mm-hmm. even if you're locked inside the top five for sure, I don't see the point in doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a you know top top 10, top 15 guy, maybe go out there and show yourself a little bit, you know, because the money starts to drastically fall as you get further in the first round, obviously. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just, like, you know, like, I know, like, a lot of people were like, oh, well, Caleb Williams was already a crybaby at USC, and now he's not going to throw at the combine. It's like, well, what are, we, what are we seeing from him? What does he have to show you? This kid was clearly good enough at Oklahoma and then at USC to be, for you guys to be like, oh, this is a generational talent. Yep. He's going to be the first overall pick in the draft no matter what, so why is throwing at the combine important to you? Zach Wilson threw at the combine. What did that? What did that compare I guess to? That, I guess that catapulted to number two. Yeah, I that's thought what Justin I'm Fields and, and Trevor Lawrence was one A, one and two. But that's what I'm saying. Like I was like, what does that? What does that have to do with anything? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Marvin Harrison Jr., who is literally only like is was shown to be like the most dominant college wide receiver. Like him and Malik Neighbors were like back and forth. Mm-hmm. But like Marvin Harrison Jr., you he doesn't need to show you anything. You saw it. He's six four and runs up like a four three, and he's got great hands and he's got the size and he's got the catch radius. Like, what does he have to show you at the combine? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's really all this for me. I feel like the combine's more so for guys that need to 
improve draft stock. They need to prove something, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm glad you brought up Malik Neighbors because I got like I've seen some things. Just like, oh, he could be the best wide receiver in this class, and you know, I'm not gonna say they're wrong. But you look at like the teams that's drafted in the top five, top six. Mm-hmm. I think the Chargers have the fifth pick. They do. And Keenan Allen is old. Mike Mike Williams is old. If, if Mark if Marvin Harrison goes in the top three or four. Malik Neighbors can be the fifth pick. Like Absolutely. he puts on a great combine. So is it really I agree with you that the top prospects doesn't have to do it. Um I don't think the NFL should like make an incentive to do it. I mean no, these yeah. guys are like proven, like they're the top it's it's a it's a low risk, it's a high risk, like lower board. And we've seen guys get hurt in the combine. It's not it's rare. Yeah, very we, rare. It's it's rare, but like like okay, so like I know for a good example, like the uh Andrew Voorhees, who was, like, a top guard, like, I think not last year, the year before, mm-hmm. tore his ACL at the combine. Like, I get like I said, it's a rare occurrence. It's not something that happens often. But at the end of the day, you are pushing your body to its limits to, to get these best scores and, you yep. know, run your best 40 and your best broad jump and your, your highest vertical. Is it worth that risk? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, if you're not a guy that's – if you're already a guy that's locked into a top spot, is it worth going out there and risking an injury right before the draft or anything like that? Damn. You know what I'm saying? I keep forgetting to turn my alarm off my fault, shot. But um, and and I definitely agree. There's no need to do an incentive. I college players have more than enough incentive as it is. Yeah, I say between NIL and you know, like you guys are already you guys are first round picks and stuff. Especially some of the big guys, you guys are gonna get paid millions no matter what. Mm. Don't incentivize it. But it's just like it's coming to a point where, like I said, you're just gonna see this more and more going forward because this this keeps happening now. Yeah, if I'm Kate Williams, I'm I'm, throwing, I'm I'm putting my animations in for the college football games. You yeah, know what I mean, like, like fuck, fuck I, I got right better now. things to worry you know about. I, mean? I got like, better things to do. I could be on the cover of the game, like you know what I mean. But um, yeah, definitely for guys that's like on the outside looking in that could probably push into that top five, top ten. Draft yeah, like I said, pick. I totally understand guys doing that. But like Brock Bowers doesn't need to go to the combine. Like mm-hmm. realistically, I'm sure he will. Mm-hmm. But like Brock Bowers is gonna be a top fifteen pick no matter what. Honestly, if he was like not listed as a tight end he'd probably go top 10 yep. but like you know like Brock Bowers doesn't need to do it some of those offensive linemen you know Joe Alt doesn't need to do it Vashanu does not need to do it like some of these guys are locked in top 10 picks like you guys are not gonna slip in the draft no matter what yeah or move up I and, mean well you can move up based on how the top end of the draft goes like right. only one quarterback or two quarterbacks go yeah, so top that, that top three really influences how the rest of that top 10 goes realistically mm-hmm. because if if you say you go Caleb and then you go Drake May and then the Patriots are just like, no, we don't want Jaden Daniels. Like, we're just going to take Marvin Harrison. Yeah, or, then know, the team gonna, may trade up to go get Jaden Daniels. They go, yeah, say, like I said, and that automatically flips up the entire thing. You know, like, the Falcons are in play to trade up. The Raiders are in play to trade up. There's teams that need quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if Jaden Daniels, you know, the Giants are at six and they could easily be like, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, he's not going to get to us at six. Let's move up to four. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but, so... And, and, and the Giants is at six. Like, Malik, Malik Neighbors could can, can be a Giant. Yeah, absolutely. You know yeah, I mean? Or like, if the Chargers draft him and Marvin Harris is gone, they may trade back, draft Rome, or you know, something like that. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's the combine, really, I don't see the benefits of doing it, to be honest. Pro days um, is a scam to me, to be honest. But I would rather do the combine than a pro day, because I feel yeah. like a pro day is just kind of like, you're in here. Ah, you know what I mean? Let me get my mans out there. Right, like, come playing on, backyard football, you know what I mean? But I think the I think the combine is like more like better. it'll be interesting to see like I, I do want to see like if Michael Penix does the combine if JJ McCarthy does the combine like some of those guys that had the question marks really you know like a lot of people don't like JJ McCarthy because he really didn't throw a lot in college so like is he worth a first round pick mm-hmm. is he a second or a third round guy Penix had a good season but then had a horrible Senior Bowl yep. is he worth it Bo Nix is thirty eight years old does he I'm deserve about to say, it ah he's twenty eight like, so it's like you know second second contract gonna be looking crazy so. So, I mean, like, it's definitely worth it. Uh, it I, I definitely agree with you that I don't think pro days are anything special. I, I, if, I'm gonna, if I'm a college guy, I'm more worried about the combine. Mm-hmm. I won't have a pro day if I don't need to. Yeah, you know, and, and, then, and then with the combine, though, like, the 40-yard four, the dash, that's, that's what we're all hyped about. Like, that's what that's really the only thing that ever gets talked about. <laughs> like, I, like, I have a wide receiver named Taekwondo Thornton. I mean, first time I named dropped him on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, he, he ran, like, a 4-2-3 four, two, four, two, or something yeah, shit he, like that. He ran Motherfucker was... cannot get open. So... Yeah, speed, know, speed only shit. brings you so far. Yeah, you know? I mean, like you still gotta fucking route up, get open. Like, like, I know last year I think Devon Achan ran the fastest, and his was like, and his was like, I mean, four three three is quick. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but four three three is that being the fastest last year. But it didn't. He looked a lot quicker than four three three once he got on the football field. Yep. Like you also can't compare the forty yard dash to infield in game speed. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's different. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Um, combine is just 
I mean, we us drafting this high, we I kind of already got an idea be, of who you should be I excited, want. man. Because yeah, I mean, I remember when the Dolphins had a top five pick, and I was like, bro, I can't wait to see what happens. Like, mm-hmm. it's just it's exciting. Like, it sucks that your team is in that spot where it's like, damn, we're picking top five. Like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And make it worse is like we got a lot of holes in a in a bad. I don't want to say a bad free agency class, but a class where like. We don't have – we're already not a top destination that teams should probably want to go to, mm. but we have so much money. It's like we got to throw a contract out there at, at somebody. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. So, um, like Michael Pittman – I think Michael Pittman's going to get tagged. I, I don't yeah, know who the best – I don't even know who the best wide receiver is now. I think Higgins is tagged. Pittman's Pittman is tagged, tagged. And it's like a third one out – and Mike Evans – yeah, he. So, I, I, Mike Evans isn't tagged, but I don't think he's gonna leave. I don't yeah, think he's I don't gonna, think leave, he's gonna leave. So you're looking at fucking Curtis Samuel and and uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy. I'm, I'm googling it right now because I gotta see. I don't know who the best wide receivers is, but like some like that, like even in the best wide receiver, why would you go to the Patriots out of all teams? Yeah, I feel you. You know what I mean? Um, Legarius Sneed just got tagged. Uh, Chris Jones is out there. Well, I saw the Legarius Sneed's like a like a tag and trade though. Yeah, like, they're tag telling and trade. Him that, like and if they can't reach a long term thing, they'll just trade his ass. Yeah, I, I think they should have did that more with um, Chris Jones. Okay, so actually the wide receivers aren't like Horrible. they're not great. Mm-hmm. But so T Higgins is off the board. Mike Evans could resign. Michael Pittman Jr. But as long as they don't do anything else, Calvin Ridley, who's just he's, he's older he's, though. He's on a contract though, so they have to trade him. I, they, this, this is weird. No, it's contract. like a weird. It's like a weird yeah, way. The way they it's keep set up. him, they got to give up the second round pick. So yeah. he's basically like, "Yo, come trade for me." Type shit. It's Calvin because uh, it's a Calvin. So it's Calvin Ridley, Marquise Brown, Dar- and then it kind of gets crazy after that. It's like Darnell Mooney, Gabe Davis, Curtis Samuel, Odell yeah. Beckham, yes, yeah, Tyler Boyd. And Tyler Boyd's like serviceable. There's there, there's no names that like are you're like you're not going to get a wide receiver one. Yeah, basically. Like, you're you know going to get some help, but you're not getting a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. So. But this is a good wide receiver class in the draft. So. That's like, it's just like, well, that's what it is, too. Is like, it's just a deep class. Like, yeah, tight ends isn't that good either. I was just looking at the tight ends, too. Wait, I, I got to pull that shit up because I was just looking at that shit, too. Damn near uh, running backs. Running backs probably the best one, in, yeah, and, and they're the all most, old. That's <laughs> the most replaceable position. So yeah, like, I mean, the running back, the big names were there. I mean, you got Barkley, you got Jacobs, Henry, Pollard, Eckler, Swift, Zach Moss, J.K. Dobbins. Like, I mean, guys that are – Good. It's just you know how much of money are you paying a running back in this yeah. day and age? You know, and tight I, ends. And I believe outside of like the top, the top teams with the most money, I think like maybe the Texas need. Uh, tight ones. ends are nasty. Ugh. Tight ends. Hunter Henry. Dun, Dalton Schultz. Noah Fant. Oh, Hunter Henry. Shit. Mike Jasicki. Oh my god. It gets Dude, crazy after saints. that. Listen to the listen to these after this, bro. Gerald Everett, Kobe Parkinson, Adam Troutman, Harrison Bryant, Tanner Hudson, Austin Hooper. Not gonna lie, man. You want a wide receiver? Go ahead and scout one, man. You know, <laughs> yeah, Madden esque right now. Scout, scout wide receivers and tight ends. Like bro, you man. don't want to sign anybody in that uh, free agency yeah, class. I, I, the one that might get the the biggest bag is is Marquise Brown. I mean, that, say, like, like, realistically, he, he run fast. I mean, fuck it. Because I don't even know how many people are really gonna pay for Calvin Ridley's services at this point in time, just because like he's like thirty. Yeah, he's third, and then I mean, on top of that, you got to trade. And you got to trade, yeah. So that's a weird. Like, I mean, I don't think Calvin, I think Calvin really still good. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. if you got to do it, you got to do it. But yes, yeah, so draft combine, man, it's going to definitely be important this year because the free agency class is not all that. Um, and the draft's only a month away now. I think it's April twelfth. Yeah, April twelfth. So we just got about a month and a half left. So free agency's going to kick up. It's probably going to be a lot of a lot of trades this off season. Because yeah. again, free agency class isn't that good. It's a I lot know, of cap space. Free agency starts March fourteenth, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, I um, so I want to so get into it. Is there any like funny? Because like I said, we we do watch the combine. Is there any like combine moments you can remember? Um, like, I'm trying to think of a guy. I, it was a wide receiver, brother, one year, and he had like the worst. It's the the one drill they do where they, they run they, straight they down. They run and they, and they catch the ball. Yes, bro. Yo, he took that shit off the face. Yes, bro. And then kept running like, bro, I know your face is stinging right now. Like, <laughs> no, eyes blurry, bro. And it was one I just seen the other day. Like, he was getting the worst footballs thrown to him, like, ever. Like, motherfucker was just, he had to reach out all the way left and come back low to the right. I'm like, damn. Like, somebody clearly, like, don't fuck with him. A parlay. I saw something like that one. They are like, why do they keep throwing it behind him? Like, like bro, damn, we got bro. throwing the ball, um, you, what You had Chris Jones. Um, his, he's done with his ass. His yeah. balls. His balls exposed and shit. 
I don't know, man. Com- combine is funny, especially the the, the office lineman, the D lineman running fast as fuck. Dude, like, they, 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 uh, there's I always watch this one thing, bro. They do like the zooming on their faces and shit. Mm-hmm. They, be they do like the slow bro, like pushing their body to the limit, man. Like, relax, bro. I, I feel you though, man. You, you trying to get you know, your stock up? Like I I remember reading something about Orlando Brown, like had the worst combine ever, damn near. Oh, like, bro, I remember because he was like everybody's like, oh, Orlando Brown's the top pick. Like, we can't wait to get him. To like, the third, Bro, fourth round. he had, like, a, I got to see where he was drafted at, but, no, I remember that shit because it was, like, dude, like, he looked like a, he looked like a fridge out there, man. Bum. Like, like, it just looks crazy. I got to see. Ended up being, like, a second, third round pick, something like that. Man, that's crazy. I think RG, RG3 did it, too, right? Yeah, he fell to the third round. Yeah, that's tough. I, I don't know if RG3 did the combine. I mean, he was a second overall pick, but he might have. Um, RG3 combine. I, I, feel, I feel like he did it. Um... I feel like back in the, like, more towards that era is when top guys still did it. Yeah. But now it's like, there's no point in No, he definitely it. did. He was, uh, he, he scout, he scored crazy at the combine. Yeah, he had a 99 out of 100. He was the first overall combine rank for a quarterback. He ran a 4-4-140. Yeah, that's crazy. That quarterback. I ain't gonna lie. Like, if Jaden Daniels did it, you could argue he could move up the quarterback too. Yeah, like, for sure. Shit like that, but I mean, but I also you could also argue that for Drake May though because I think a lot of people's question mark is like is Drake May an athlete? Mm-hmm. Like you know like how is his athleticism? Yep. But he ran for 700 yards last year at UNC. Yeah, so, that's I mean true. it's like yeah. I'm not saying he's gonna be like the quickest guy ever or anything like that, but he's also a bigger quarterback. So it's like if he can move, yeah, you know? he can move, he'll, he'll be good. So um, I, I looked up some of like the better um, combine performances, man. And so Trent Williams at six four, three hundred fifteen pounds, ran a four eight one forty. That's crazy. Cause I just uh, read something about a running back that ran a four seven eight. Like so that's like, insane. A four eight one forty at three hundred fifteen pounds, man. Uh, I mean, and now we're talking. I mean, we're talking about a guy that's probably considered one of the best offensive tackles ever played football. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which is just outrageous. Um, you can't obviously forget like John Ross yep. when he broke the damn the Calvin Johnson's uh, not Calvin Johnson Chris Johnson's uh, forty yard dash record. What was that like? Forty one like a four two four. Or four two two something like that, that yeah. which is disgusting. Darius Hayward Bay had a really good one, and that was a bust. He mm-hmm. ran a four two five forty. I swear, DK's was like the talk of the town because he was. Well, that oh big, yeah, he came out of nowhere. Yeah, fuck, absolutely jumping high. And it's so funny because DK's like whole thing was like was really crazy because of like how you said it was just how big he was. Yeah, he, he they're just like oh he all he need to do is, is is get some hands and he'll be tough. And then now his motherfucker's a damn near Pro Bowl every year, but. Um, you know, we love love him on my team at this time, but you know that's that was the same draft that you guys took. What's his name? Uh, Nikhil Harry. Harry. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He ran. He ran a four three three forty. He is big Kill as fuck. fucking. Harry, He's six three two thirty when he draft when he when he went into the. And combine. now this motherfucker doing Olympic races and shit. Like this is yeah. crazy. Yeah, DK was a DK was a freak, and he did twenty seven reps on the bench press too. Yeah, for a wide receiver, which is that wild. Yeah, I mean, the combines, it's fun. Like I said, I, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I, I mean, today I probably won't pay too much attention because it is just, like, just D-line linebackers. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm sure there will be some, like, bench press stuff will look cool, stuff like that, but I'm not here to watch these dudes run 40s. Yeah. Unless some linebacker pops out with, like, an insane speed. Like, yeah, I remember... 4-4 four, four or some shit. 4-3. I remember when, like, Shaquem Griffin, which had, like, the guy with the one hand, mm-hmm. when he came out, he had a crazy combine tuner, but it was like, damn. But, like, at the end of the day, how much are you really going to perform with one hand? You know, like, the yeah. fact he made the NFL is a great story regardless because of that defect. Mm-hmm. But you're only going to be able to do so much at the end of the day playing with one hand, you yeah. know. So, I mean, it'll be cool to see if anything pops out with these guys. You always get, like they say, like, and this is, like, how we said earlier, it's just how are you going to grow from this? Because some of these guys will become risers because of the combine. Yep, and some you know, of these guys' you... draft stock will go down, too. Yeah, so, so, like, how much stock do you put into it? Um, especially with like wide receivers, you know, the NFL is trying to get faster. Um, you know, teams like the like the Chiefs. I mean, not the Chiefs, the Dolphins. They got Hill and Waddle. Yeah, yeah it's a track team. Like, how much you stock you take is it as compared to getting open? Um, you know, so it's a lot. Like, I know Chad Johnson ran like a four or five. Yeah, like I know, like a lot of people were talking about, like, cause, like obviously, like the big question mark is like Keon Coleman. They're like, okay, well, Keon Coleman's got the size, he's got the hands, is he quick? And they're like, oh, well, if he runs a sub four four, then he's gonna be a top ten pick. Is Keon Coleman running a four sub four four? I mean, Probably like, not. Uh, like, but like that shouldn't that shouldn't make him not a top pick then. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, like if you could get open and you got the hands and all that, like I mean you're you're not you're already ticking every other box. Yeah. You know what I'm mean, saying? You can't so. teach like people say you can't teach speed, but like damn near the way these wide receivers moving these last few years, you can't teach route running. Like, no, I, I don't know. Like 
Just because you're fast don't equivalent to you being on the field. Oh, yeah, you still need that. the ball. You still need to be able to get open. Some of the space. some of the fastest players in NFL history have not panned out. Like you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it's a pretty rare. Girl. Like I don't. I know my folks remember Dree Archer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. One of the quickest guys <laughs> ever playing running back and was not good. Like, couldn't, you do, know, couldn't do shit. Uh, there's like, a dude from Oregon. Uh, I always forget his damn name. He was insane at Oregon. You talking about uh, DeAnt? No, not yeah, DeAnthony oh, Thomas. Yeah, DeAnthony Thomas. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was once again super quick. Could not get open. Like, just, mm-hmm. It was inadequate with that shit. So especially at running back, because it's hard to get top speed as a running back. Because you you already get in the ball and it's linebacking. Yeah, so you, you need the room. You, you need the room to actually small hit that. As fuck, so you yeah. gonna get fucking popped and fumble and shit. So it, 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 it's tough, man. Um. I'm not going to really put too much stock into it until the next couple of days. I mean, I know this is probably the first year that I've been this invested into a draft, like, outside of, like, and we got the top three pick, but, like, we need an offensive lineman. We need wide receivers. So I'm going to be looking into all of that. But, um, yeah, man, I, I don't want to say I'm excited for the draft coming. I'm more excited to start the offseason. Like, right. This is the first offseason we've been in this position. So and who, So I want to ask you, too, to kind of end this. Who is right now, like, you need at number three? Like, no matter what, like, do you trade out do you, or is there a player like you You cannot pass on that? Like, you have to take him. See, if, you were the Patriots, if you were the Patriots GM. If I'm the Patriots GM, right? See, and it's really tough because you look at free agency and the free agent quarterbacks is right now, I think, just Kirk Cousins. Yeah, and, I mean, like, I mean, nobody else. trade like, for Russell Wilson, but it's like, ah. Uh, yeah, I don't think anybody else is, like, crazy. Um, Depending on free agency. Right, as of right now, the way this roster is looking, yeah, your top quarterbacks are nasty. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you need so it's like Kirk Baker, Gardner. Yeah, Gardner's that's... not horrible. I mean, but they're not. But none of these guys are like franchise guys. Like Kirk Cousins, 37, coming off an Achilles. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield, I don't think he's gonna be a free agent. I think he's gonna go back to Tampa. Um, Gardner Minshew, like I said, I mean, he was a good backup for Indy last year. I mean, he's mm-hmm. the reason Indy ended up staying afloat. Mm-hmm. But then everybody else, like Jacoby Brissett, yeah, I mean, mm, Joe Flacco. Mm. And it's like ah, like, like you can go get Jameis, like that's fun. Like, you know what I mean, so if I if, if the draft was today, I gotta go Jaden Daniels or Drake May. Um, I would love Marvin Harrison, you know, if fucking Mac Jones was decent at football <laughs> right now. But and was, it's like you know, and people be like, is shot. You know what I'm saying? People was like, oh, you gotta believe in Mac Jones, like bro. It's the difference between the throws, like nah. making bad reads, and the throws I seen, like. You, His interceptions you, is awful. Like, how can you even say something like that? Like, oh, you got to believe in Mac Jones. Does Mac Jones believe in Mac that's Jones? That's what I'm saying. Like, like they're talking about, oh, look at the pieces around him. Bro, first of all, I understand that our wide receiver core, tight end core, okay, not been the best. But the, the roles and decisions that he's making is awful. Like, yeah. like that no quarterback should be making in general. You know what I mean? So, and then you make Bailey's. If you make Bailey's athlete decent at his job, that means you're doing a horrible job. Yeah, so, for sure. And you're you know a top I mean? 15 pick. That's what I mean. So, I, I, I can't. I, I think it's best for both parties to just separate at this point. Yeah, um, just let him go somewhere else if anybody wants him. Even as a backup. Like, yeah, just let his get, ass get, go. A, get a six, fifth, sixth, seventh round pick, something, you know? Something out of that. Um, no, I don't blame you. I think I, I don't think the Patriots have a choice but to go quarterback. And if we don't go quarterback, I would, I would trade out. Yeah. I would trade back, honestly, because. We still we have we have Michael Winnu who's probably about to get the back the way this free agent he might damn near be the best free agent yeah I'm gonna lie we got Duggar who we we got to resign those two in yeah, my definitely opinion. Do. I think those are probably your two most important free agents um we need we need another we need tackles we have Trent Brown who's probably not gonna come is, back is 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 uh, what do a guard a Winnu is a guard that okay. we had to play a tackle so okay he, he's just talented enough to play both yeah you know he's, what just, mean? he does what he bum needs ass, to the bum ass bum ass Patriots. You know? So, You're gonna need a center at some point because David Andrews is getting David Andrews old. Andrews old as shit. You know what I mean, he like 30, 31. I mean, so probably gonna end up. We had to draft, get some better old linemen. Mm-hmm. Our pass catchers is shitty, so we need probably a pass catcher or two in free agency, and probably another one in the draft. We have no tight ends currently. I mean, realistically, I mean, your top two pass catchers are Demario Douglas and Devontae Parker. Yeah, man. Um, probably gonna just Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne, I think, was second in receiving. And the motherfucker plays six ACL, weeks. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Plays six weeks. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's rough out there. But, um, yeah, we probably got to sign another pass catcher in free agency, draft one, and then we have no tight ends on the roster. So, do we bring back Hunter Henry? Fucking bring back John Smith, you know what I mean? Like, running back. Like, <laughs> I couldn't man. believe they cut John Smith. I was like, he had a better season than Kyle then Pitts, Kyle bro. Pitts, like, bro, he, he's what you want Kyle Pitts to, to Nah, Raheem Moore definitely caught him for that reason. He was like, yeah, bro, you're, yeah. Not, get, you're not getting those targets anymore, buddy. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? This is this... Then, then you should already say, he said, if, y'all had good, if we had quarterback play, I wouldn't be here right now. Like, type shit. Yeah, he like, basically shit on Desmond Ritter. You know but I, mean? I don't blame him because Desmond Ritter is ass. So. Yeah, so 
I, I would go Jaden Daniels or tr- or trade out and get some draft capital. I mean, it's hard to pass up on Marvin Harrison the third pick, but who the fuck's gonna throw him the ball? Yeah, I think you that's know? really just what it is for me. Is like Marvin Harrison's a generational talent, and I respect that. But at the end of the day, you can't be a team that. Like I said, has no quarterback. Like, I'm not going to take him and then waste his years. Yeah, that's basically being like the Falcons did with Kyle Pitts. Like, yeah. Kyle Pitts, they took a tight end for I mean, I'm not saying – well, Kyle Pitts was generational at the time. But, like oh, – he definitely – like, the way he tested and all that and when he was coming out, they were like, damn, he's crazy. Yeah, like, he's crazy. Like, let's draft a tight end at four and then have nothing around him. Like, yeah. they would basically be the Falcons. So Because you literally had Kyle Pitts, like – and that's why he had such a good first year is because he really had nobody around him. Mm-hmm. And you still had Matt Ryan throwing to him at least. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then, but, you, and then next, the next year you went out and got Drake London. Like, okay, that's a, that's a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. But now you have nobody throwing them the no, ball. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, like, at least you get the quarterback. You know what I mean? You try to build around him. Probably through the draft with a receiver, free agency with a receiver, we'll get you a tight end, get you a better line. It's, it's probably gonna take a two two year process. Yeah, you're in a rebuild but... period, and I feel like you just gotta take your time with it. Like, I mean, you guys are not gonna compete right away. Mm-hmm. The Jets still have at least a year with Aaron Rodgers. The yep. Dolphins are gonna still be as long as they keep their core pieces. You know, the Bills still have Josh Allen and whoever else they decide to keep. Mm-hmm. So you guys really, there's really no rush to get back into the AFC East right away. You yeah, know just and get and younger. First year under a new coach too. Yeah, just get younger. Um, it's kind of like getting your. It's more so like you guys got to dig yourself out of the hole that Bill Belichick dug yeah. by the time he was gone. So. Yeah, build some foundation pieces. But yeah, I, I would go Jane Daniels third. Um, if Drake Dan- <clears throat> if Drake May <clears throat> and Jane Daniels was there at three, that's a tough one. I don't. I don't know. if It was just me. I did not. I was not that impressed with Drake May. Like no. I mean, you're not the only one. I know a lot of people didn't like him. I don't know if you saw the thing on Twitter the other day with uh. They called him Kirk, Mason, uh, Mason Rudolph. Yeah, Kirk Benkert, man. They was on his ass because he was like, he was like, man, he was like, my confirm coming out was Mason Rudolph, and they were like, and he was like, he's like, you make it seem like Mason Rudolph's like a bad player. He was like. He's like Mason Rudolph. Was, I think he went in the same draft as like Josh Allen and them. He was like mm-hmm. the first quarterback taken after Lamar Jackson. Yep. And they're like, that's not a bad comp. And he was like, that's not a bad comp. I was like, it kind of is though. Yeah, second round, third round pick. Yeah, like, we're, we're, say, we're, we're talking about like, the sixth quarterback taken in the draft versus like a guy that's supposed to go second overall. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Um, I probably go Jane Daniels though. Still, I, I don't know. It's just I, I think just the raw athleticism. I think that's the kind of guy that the Patriots need right now. Like the Patriots always had like a stay in the pocket, can't get mm-hmm. outside and create plays. Mm-hmm. Like in this NFL in this kind of league, you have like that's like that's like the Dolphins' biggest knock with Tua is like once that pocket collapses, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You look so really right. good in that pocket, but you don't do shit outside of it. And, so it's and like, Drake May, like I, I've seen, like obviously all quarterbacks are, are at points are gonna have accuracy issues, right? Like, you know what I mean? But I'm watching Drake May highlights. The motherfuckers underthrowing motherfuckers. The wide receivers going over the back, and then running back. Like the arm strength was there, but. It's just about, I just like, the mobility. The, but I, say, I think it's more so just, like, a timing thing with him is, like, are you so, – because, yeah, obviously you had the arm strength, but, like, are you getting the ball there on time to where your receivers don't have to mm-hmm. do that? And then what makes it worse is, like, I think Jane Daniels fits our team right now because we don't have no deep threats. Like, Tyquan Thorne is fast as fuck, but – We can't get open. Drake, Drake May is going to throw 10-yard bullet passes to Juju. Like, I mean, it's not going to work. <laughs> I forgot you guys had Juju. So, yeah, man. I'll probably go Jane yeah, Daniels. I, I like Jane Daniels, too. Like I said, I, I think just like I said, that upside with that athleticism, the only thing that's scary to me about Jane Daniels is that he lets himself get hit, man. Yeah, he, he's he, skinny you know, as fuck. He takes the worst hits. I don't think I'm, – I'm not lying to you. I think he takes the worst hits of any quarterback I've ever seen play college nah, football. Nah, dead ass dude. Like, like there's like, a, like if you go too, watch he's that like comp, 215 getting fucking smoked. Like, like, just go watch like the compilation the last couple years, bro. Like, he gets like he goes on that football field. I've never like he's not scared to get hit, and that's a cool trait and all. But yo, you be getting lit the fuck up. You lit cannot up. do that. Like college, getting hit like that in college is one thing. You do not want motherfuckers in the grown ass like man that. with with families and shit. Like, yeah, like bro, you know what I mean, like, out there, you out there, you gonna go out there and get killed. Like Drake Greenlaw coming back. Like you see, how I got hurt, bro. We played the Niners. He's gonna come back with a vengeance. He's gonna light your ass up. Like you didn't even do nothing. Like you, know what like, you didn't, you didn't actually do anything physically to him, but he just mad. He just mad. He, he hyper. So you know what I'm like, like light your ass up, man. Like you know what I mean, but yeah, ain't skinny as fuck too. Like that shit. I don't know, man, but. I, I would probably take James Daniels over Drake May, but for sure, um, that's gonna wrap up the combine talk. Um, we I was gonna do more talking about the draft and free agency as the the weeks go by. Um, definitely exciting. Well, for me, probably the most because we got the third pick and we're shitty, but you know, <laughs> we 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 gonna make it. We gonna make it out. Um, next we're gonna go ahead and talk about Doom. Well, I'm not gonna talk about Doom because I watched a little bit of the first movie last night and. Dame watched the first movie six times, and he was a part of it. Remember that one scene? They was yeah. fighting outside. I was actually on Dune. Like, I, I didn't want to tell y'all, but yeah. I was actually there. 
Yeah, I, you, I watched the Arkin attack. You ride the giant worm yet or no? <laughs> yeah, I ain't bring my hooks. So. <laughs> <laughs> you would have. Yeah, like, yeah. Like if I had known, they were, like they were in my I, other copy. Yeah, they were they were in my thopter, but I forgot it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was there. So you 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 watched the second movie, right? Or you watched no? The first, second movie oh, comes out tonight. Movie. Come on tonight. Okay, yeah, second so movie you... comes out tonight in theaters. Um, I, but I so I watched the first movie for the first time on Tuesday, oh, and okay. I liked it so much I watched it again last night. So um. I will. I'm gonna start off just saying that like this movie immerses you like immediately. Mm-hmm. I, I, like this movie has, and I, before I even get into it, this movie has like zero exposition, which I kind of like. You know, I hate when movies take like a long time to like explain everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, I don't need full explanations. Like, I like I kind of like when movies leave shit ambiguous, so I can go and research it a little bit myself. Mm-hmm. So immediately, this movie throws you right into it. You hear this crazy language, and it's like dreams are it's, like something. I forget. It starts immediately like that. It's crazy. You're automatically introduced to the to House of Trades with like you know Timothy Chalamet plays Paul and then there's Leto played by Oscar Isaac and it's just like this whole thing basically where like this one family rules this planet Dune and they need spice because the they, you can't space travel without it mm-hmm. basically they destroyed all their technology I watched the whole YouTube video about it. it's crazy the movie is really good you are immersed immediately into this world man like it's it's just such an interesting thing because everything just looks so different. It's kind of like how Star Wars was when it first came out. You're put on a, you're put in like this whole new world, and like everything looks so different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it kind of starts off a little slow because you're kind of just getting introduced to the characters. You know, I I didn't understand a lot of it at first, like the Benny Jesser and all that. Like this, he has like ability to do mind control, and like this movie's in the future, and they all use blades. Which is also it's like a futuristic I, medieval. I movie. seen I seen I watched a little bit. Of, the last scene I remember watching is they've had this fight on like this little sand area, mm-hmm. and dude got hit with like this like slide through stabbing. Him. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, I never I yeah, never I got how motherfuckers got hit like that. Like I'm never gonna be exposed to where I'm like this and somebody can stab me in my back. Like, <laughs> like you're that ass. Like I don't know. Bro. But this movie like and I went in with no spoilers. Like I I have never really caught up because it was just not something that I ever really like. I didn't think I'd be interested in it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was like the reason I really started watching it because I mean I've been seeing the reviews about Dune Part Two. I don't think I've ever seen a movie be critically praised the way that it has. I mean I have not seen a single bad review mm-hmm. about Dune Part Two yet. People are calling this like the like it's like the way you know once a generation a movie comes out and it's like like that's like the big cultural icon thing for a long time. Yeah. Like that's what they're saying this next movie is. That's all. Like okay, well this piqued my interest. Let's let's see what that is. I think Dune has the potential to be the next big intellectual property. Yeah, like, I mean it really is like. It's obviously, you know, I, I mean, I, in the 80s, I remember, I read the books. Right. And, and I loved when the, when the, the movie, the movie, the 85 version, 86, whatever it was, came out. And I just loved that movie and, um, you know, it was dated for its time. But it was funny because when I saw that they were doing this new one and then, and I, I, I knew immediately that, that they were breaking up the book into two movies. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't realize that, which was kind of funny. Um, no, but it, it is like it's just visually amazing. Oh yeah, um, like, and and it's it, it's well casted. I love the universe building in the first movie. Yeah, well, and, they like you said they didn't spend like the first hour just like oh in the past. Like, yeah, like that, and that's like, what I loved about it. I mean, like you're literally thrown into the like into the frying pan like immediately. Mm-hmm, like as yeah. soon as the movie starts, you're like, okay, so you see like the Harkonnens are in control of Arrakis or Dune, and they're like the people that harvest all the spice, and then like the Emperor's like, okay, you guys gotta get the fuck out. Like right. you're, you're done. And obviously they don't take that very well because they've been in control of it for generations. They're rich off of it. So obviously when you know if somebody's going to come in and basically be like, hey, listen, you were taking away your money, basically. We don't want you there. Yeah. And he gives it to House of Atreides, but you find out that the Emperor is just double-crossing them right. because he wants the Harkonnens and the Atreides to fight. He's scared of House of Atreides because House of Atreides is getting favor with all the great houses. So he basically just sends House of Atreides to Dune to die. Mm-hmm. And like... So, you know, like, you get there, and like, you don't know what's going to happen because you're just sitting there, and, like, you quickly start to see that, that they were set up from the get-go. Like I said, you get that feeling already, but you see how quickly it all comes apart. They're left there with, like, all the equipment's busted, and it doesn't work. And, like, you know, they start to slowly realize, you know, um, Paul's in his room, and like, they send, like, a, I forget what they call it. It's like a, it's like a hunter, hunter-seeker or something like that. And mm-hmm. he basically survives an assassination attempt by this, like, little drone, and they find this dude was literally, like, buried in the wall. He'd been there for like six weeks. He was just waiting for them to settle in so he could get them. Nah, waiting there. Now the Harkonnens are like on. There's some real hater shit, bro. It's crazy. Mm. And I, I love the way the universe is built, like that they've abandoned technology and that yeah. Well, like, there's only like the one guy that's like the walking computer and yeah, seriously. Like, and that's they just kind of have like a real specific thing. It's just such an amazing 
I, I just why I love the books and I like that they've I mean not that the movie back in the eighties was bad, but they were able to do so much more nowadays, like the, the just the, and just the way like, you know, that the technology's been changed and it's got kind of got Game of Thrones vibes. Yeah, well that's what I said. It, it feels like it, a very medieval show epic, even though it's not. It's, it's just mm. but it, it didn't it try doesn't try too hard to be epic. No, it doesn't at all. And like so that, and that's like really what shocked me. Like I said, I didn't go into it expecting it to be as good as it was. Like I, I just figured it'd be a good movie. But I didn't think I was gonna like it enough to watch it back to back the way I did. Like and as they say and, and like once like the action starts, it doesn't slow down. You know, like so basically like once they realize, so you, you get introduced to the sandworm for the first time, which the sandworms are insane, by the way. They're, like, fucking thousands of feet long. Mm-hmm. And you um you, you watch, so basically, like, the Leto goes and he saves this one thing from the sandworms, and because the uh, technology was all malfunctioning. So he has to save them. And then, basically, like, literally the next night, he, like, realizes that something's wrong. Like, they're not here. Like, something's going to happen. And the Harkonnens attack, bro. When I tell you they get massacred, bro. The Harkonnens come out of nowhere. They literally destroy all their ships to get off world. They get the they, the House of Trades gets betrayed by their doctor. And like so much stuff happens so quick, and you're like, "What the hell is going on?" And Oscar Isaac is like the first one to like die. Like he basically like he's the leader of House of Trades, and he gets killed. They like t- they kidnap Paul and his mom because like he's the Baron who's like the leader of House Harkonnen basically said, "I'm not going to kill them. I'm just going to dump them in the desert." <laughs> which mm-hmm. on Arrakis, if you get left out in the desert, unless you're like a Fremen, you're going to die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're just not built Well, they got it. those cool, cool suits too. Yeah, like I said, like, they... there's so much cool stuff about yeah. it. Where like, like, so, like you, they get like, I forget what they call the suits, but it's made by like the people, like the Fremen are the leaders, uh, or like not the leaders, they're the, the native people of this. Like they came to Arrakis from another planet as like refugees and they now they like adapted to its stuff. Right. And they're like, but they're, they're they... strange, like witchy, like. Yeah, like they're witch... very like religious kind of weird yeah, type. Yeah, like you know the women saying? are like got that weird witchy vibe and mm-hmm. the daughter and the mother and then the like they're scared of the little girl it's just yeah, like it's so, like so it's just so much cool stuff built into that lore all right let me ask you a question because i was told this last night so i don't know i was told that star wars is based off doom there are definitely there's there, similarities yeah similarities. i would definitely say I, I i would say that probably heavily influenced i don't think they copy any, i don't think anything's copied there like fully Mm-hmm. But I would say there's definitely heavily heavy influence. Like Tatooine. I feel Lucas stole a lot, a little bit from Dune, a little bit from. Um, I think Star Wars is a nice mishmash of Dune and, um, you know, Lord of the Rings. Right. I think there's, like you there's definitely like he's heavily influenced by those stories. I mean, Lucas is in like if you think about it, Lucas stole from everything. Like he stole from World War Two. He stole from, you know, like, you know, like it, 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 different political stuff. Like, but he, then he also built this like immersive universe with Dune and, and Lord of the Rings. But definitely, there's definitely like not the direct steals per se. Yeah, no, yeah, that's how I felt about it. Like, definitely just like know. heavily influenced. Like, he's not like directly taking anything from Dune or anything like that and putting it into Star Wars and then, you know. Not like J.J. Yeah. Abrams in episode seven that <laughs> just right. takes episode four and just and, and, just, it. and just reskins it. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like. We got a death planet now instead of, you know. And uh, I will say, like, the, my, one of the things I liked about doing, like I said, is between the, the sound design and then just, like, the cast yeah. really is what makes Like, the cast is outrageous. It's all big names. Yeah. I mean, you like, if you watch this movie, you're going to recognize damn near every single person that's on that screen from something else or another. And, like, there's, like, a really cool scene where, you know, Leto, like, obviously he knows he's going to die and he sacrifices himself to try to kill the leader of House Harkonnen, which pissed me off because it didn't work. Um... But like once like I said, once that all happens and like once they're out in the desert, they they make they show Zendaya a lot, but she has like literally no part in the first one. Well, because like and that was the funny thing when the movie came out, because people were all over Twitter like mad about that, like where is I thought Zendaya was in this movie? Yeah, because it's just part one. One, yeah, it's just part one. So like, like I, I was like I was like because like, they, like he, he keeps <laughs> basically like long story short, Paul Atreides is like a mixture of like, dude, he's like a mixture of like Neo, Batman. And Jesus, Jesus, like he's like space Jesus, like <laughs> yeah, like no like, funny shit. Like he was like basically yeah. like the power that he, that was besto- his mom was a part of like this witch cult and like gave him the power and like there's like a whole big conspiracy about it or like a prophecy I should say. I don't know about anybody else, and this might just be me like being like uh, Captain Obvious. I came out of this movie feeling that Paul Atreides is not the good guy. <laughs> like I'm being so serious. Like I think everybody was like everybody's like oh I got spoilers. <laughs> um, like you I, have to read the books. And, and I, you're not, you're not wrong. 
Yeah, like, because like when, I, when the movie ended, I'm like, bro, like, I was like, I was like, am I supposed to root for this guy? Did you watch? Mm. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. So like, how long when you were watching Game of Thrones did you realize the blonde girl that everybody had a crush Daenerys? on? Daenerys. Was it Daenerys? Daenerys. How long did you realize before Daenerys? You realize like Daenerys is not. Good. It's a few. It was a few seasons in. It's right. pretty early on when you're like, oh shit, right. yeah, like she's so not what they're. It's it's the same kind of thing. Okay. It's, it's it. I would say there's similarities between like, but it it it's like, it, it takes a while because he's just too powerful. Like well, he, that's what I was gonna say. Is like you know, the the way like his, his, his power, the way he literally could like speak this language that like literally he could influence people to do whatever he wants. And like I said, the Fremen are like the super religious group, and like they automatically view him as like they're like Jesus. Like I mean, like as soon as they meet him, they're like, oh, is this the I forget it's like the Mahdid or something like that, Mahid. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, oh, this is literally space Jesus. Like this is what it is. Yeah. And he has a vision of the future because these witches they they want they only want you to have daughters so they can see the past. But if you have this boy, he could see the past and the future. And like you literally watch this thing where he literally like they show you visions where he literally goes on like a space conquest and he conquers like the galaxy with the Fremen. Like oh, this guy, shit. this guy's not good. Like he can't be good. Like you're literally using your powers. Do they portray him? Do like he portray himself as a good guy or like? like people it, it, I think it's just the way the movie presents him more oh, so right. than anything else. Where like you're watching, you're like, okay, like we're supposed to root for him. His dad's dead. The Harkonnens tried to kill him and his mom, and now he's gonna help the Fremen. Mm-hmm. But then you like start like by the end of the movie, I'm like, bro, he's a little too powerful, and like they're a little too bought into him for me to be like, oh, this is gonna be a good guy. Like, I don't know. I, that's just the vibe I got from it. Like I said, I mean, obviously, Moranto just kind of like confirmed that that's what it is. But like as soon as the movie ended, I'm like, bro, I don't see how I could root for him like full blown. I was like, once I saw those visions, like he literally takes the Fremen and all they're all in these cool ass suits, and he literally goes and like you see him on other planets like planting flags and shit. I'm, like this I, dude I is think what they're like, gonna be doing is space I think Hitler. <laughs> if they're doing it right, like I feel like you know. There will be multiple more. There'll be more movies. Yeah, I, I saw where Denis this will not be the. Said. If this does as well as I think it's going to do, they will get to do the other movies. Yeah, the other books, and and a lot of what you're talking about doesn't happen yet. Okay, so it's so still too it's, early. You know, it's not like he's going to be like. It's not going to be like Emperor Palpatine, like yeah. winking at the camera, like right, right, right. You know, I'm getting you guys now. <laughs> like it's it takes it takes, and that's it's it's funny because a lot of the races know the le- like know the legend of what he's supposed to be, the male witch and all that stuff. And, and then there's, in, in the movie, like, there's a, like, when the little girl starts talking, like, with her crazy-ass voice in the movie, in the 85 movie, yeah. she's like, the Modine. And it's like, ah! You know, like, saying, like, kill that girl now! She's kind of crazy. It, like, the, the way, when you, like, you so know. when you watch it, bro, like, I, I want you to talk about it in the group yeah. chat. Like, like you, you'll see these scenes, and like I said, like, it kind of gives you chills, man, because, like, you're like, holy shit, like, you, you, when you start to realize just who he actually is and what it means, because the whole movie, you're kind of just like, why, like, why is it, why is it that he's so important? And then once you actually see it, you're like, oh, shit. Like that's actually it. And I'm not a big fan of the actor, but um, he's very good in this role. No, yeah, I really didn't. See, I haven't seen him in anything else. Like I, I just never like. I'm not a. Not, it's not that I'm not a fan of his. It's just like I've never watched another movie. Where I'm like, oh I, shit. I guess I'm not a. I, I just don't. It's like the same reasons. Like people, there's a lot of people don't like him because he's too popular. Right. It's a funny thing. Like, that's like Taylor Swift. Like, nobody likes likes Taylor Swift anymore because she's too popular. Right, right, right. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But it's the same thing with him. Like, too many girls fanboy on him. Yeah, for sure. But he's very good at this. No, yeah, like, he's the right. I think based on. He's the right age to like when what's his face played him in the '85 movie that I keep referencing. The actor's way too old. Like right. he was a big star, but he was like way too old. Yeah, you were you were too old for this point for this right. movie, you know? Like they they age. He's the right age. Zenya's really good in this. And, I think she's a good actress. I think what's this? Um, everybody that's in this, like you said, already said it is just really good. Yeah. And when I looked at some of the casting of the people that are coming, and I'm like, oh, those are really good casting. And I even saw you some know, stuff like, too, like and like so basically, like the movie ends with like basically he joins the Fremen, like you know, like his mom wants him to lead the world, and he, he has to take he takes a life at the end because the Fremen are a life for a life, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. at the end, he kills one of the Fremen that challenges him to do it, but like. It's a great movie. Like I said, you got to watch it. And we'll talk about it more. Um, it's definitely worth the watch. I really enjoyed it, but I'm looking forward to the second one. I everybody's talking about how like the guy that's in the second one, Fade Rotha, who's played by Austin Butler, is supposed to be like one of the best villains on in movie that we've seen in a long time. Like people are saying he's gonna be better than like Anton Chigurh from like No Country for Old Men, and I don't know if I believe that because 
that was a really good performance by uh Hollywood needs a big movie <clears throat> and you know like like we need a mo- big movie like Barbie like Oppenheimer every year to keep this industry going and and I think like this is hopefully it I think doing I think this movie like I said I just I have not seen a movie reviewed the way this movie has been this movie sitting at like 97 percent on Rotten Tomatoes yeah and I saw that Zach seen, said that he said like was a crazy over the top yeah like and every, every and like and that's not audience score that's critic score which right. it's hard to find movies that sit that high on critic score and I think the last one that even came close to that was like the last Spider-Man, like into the across the Spider-Verse, I think was the last one that really uh, showed that got that close. And I just said, just no bad reviews. And, like all the people they're adding to the cast is just making it even bigger. And like I'm just really excited to see it. This movie did something that doesn't that not many things do. And I was so interested with this movie after the fact that I went and watched YouTube videos about it to learn more about the world building. Because you do you do get left with a lot of questions. She's like, okay, well, what does this mean? Who are these people? And like I only watched like a half hour YouTube video after the movie ended just to get it. And I'm like. You're immersed into it now. Not so, to mention the one group of bad guys. Uh, I don't want to butcher their names like the Sadakar or something like that. Yeah, I can never remember. Are those. sick. Like you literally meet them on like this planet and like they're they're like basically like the emperor's like elite soldiers, and like the the language they speak or whatever gives you chills, man. Like the dude's like praying over them all, and it's like it's it's like a guttural like noise, man. But when you hear it, you're like, what the hell? But there and then you all you know you get like the Dune like the lady singing which is like the dune like theme basically it's just it, it was a great movie man i'm super excited. Let, let me ask you a question because I, I was i was asking about this uh i was like getting the movie described to me last night is somebody named Dwayne batista in the movie as an actor yes Dwayne batista not Dwayne batista oh you're funny no. you, know, you know what i mean I, yo I'm, I'm asking him chris said he slipped that in there he said about two three times i'm like who the fuck is Dwayne? But, but, batista <laughs> is in the movie but he's just not that big of a part of it like he's in a few scenes like yeah. he, i think he'll have a bigger role in the second one but in the first one, he's really just there. He's one of he's one of the members of the Harkonnens, so he's in it. Like I said, all the cast were really good. I I I haven't seen a trailer for the second one since like the theaters, so I I have to watch a trailer before we go watch it again. Before I go watch it tomorrow, I watched the trailer when it came out, and it it was nice because they didn't they didn't show you too much in the trailer. In <laughs> like they they almost wish there was even a little less than even what they put in it. But um, I, you know, it's a good setup for the, this movie. So. And I'm I'm really excited. Like I said, I think me and Jules will be going to see it. I'm not sure if Jules watched it yet. Um, I know we talked about it. I I think he did. I'm just not 100. percent But when you watch it, definitely like I, I want to talk about it for sure. To my life. Yeah. I think I think it's on you. I, I don't think it's a movie where you need. If you like Star Wars, you'll definitely like Dune. I think that's kind of just the easiest way sure. to put it. Like if you can get into something like Star Wars, you can get into Dune pretty easily. All right, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna tap in today because I was gonna watch it this weekend with Chris. So the part two with Chris, I told him I'll watch it this week. So. I'm definitely going to watch it, talk to y'all about it. I watched a little bit of it, but I didn't have no sound on, so I just turned it off. I was like, I couldn't get immersed <laughs> yeah. into it. Not nah, right. You, you definitely need, it's definitely a movie you got to watch with, like, full-blown sound. Yeah, like, you need to hear all attention. the stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to tap into it, man. It sounds like a good movie. Um, that's, I don't think I made that's else, it so man. far, man. Yeah, um, that's cool. it, bro. Uh, we talked about Doom, Star Wars today, you know. Um, next week. Is next week we got Invincible coming up, y'all. Yeah, maybe what is it March 14th. Yeah, so maybe next Shout week. I'm a rental for that right there. Like, I ain't even got it. Right yeah, we're we're even even March 14th, part two. Yeah, you know, Fallout's next month, too. I can't wait for that. That's what I'm waiting on. Yeah, man. So, um, these next following weeks, next couple weeks, we got um, some free agency predictions. We got some um, watch parties to do. Um, let me go back off. to my script. You know what I mean? If Jules want to come back, you know what I mean? We got to talk about the Cleveland Browns, Knicks, Jalen Brunson, his favorite quarterback, Deshaun Watson. They, they, Jules not going to tell you all this, but the reason he left, the reason he wasn't here today is because he was riding his scooter in the skate park. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's scorp- like, he scorpioned, but he's not going to tell you all that because he's embarrassed. But yeah, bro. It was a crazy, it was a, it, he out with a, with a lower back injury. Yeah, lower back injury, back spasms, you know what I'm saying? Day to day. But it's cool though, Jules. I mean, you always welcome back. You know what I mean, when your back stops spazzing and shit. <laughs> but, uh, thank y'all for tuning in. Dame, you got anything to add for me? Nah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Like I said, definitely go watch Dune if y'all haven't yet, man. Because Dune Part 2 is probably going to be the biggest movie of the year just based off spectacle. And I'm probably going to stick with that. So, like I said, I was completely in love with it the first time I watched it. And like I said, I watched it twice in two days. That's a three hour movie we're talking about here, two mm-hmm. and a half hour movie. So. Definitely check that out, and thank you guys again for supporting all of us. Like I said, get some merch. Been pushing out the merch pretty heavily. Like I said, we love it, and hope you guys do too. Yep. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you all next time.